friends, welcome to the Innovative Economy, where we discover the future of money, markets, and payments, and how to thrive in the new disruptive technology. Today, we have a very special guest, realtor Matthews Leder, and he is from the Las Vegas Henderson area, focusing on residential and land sales. Really happy to have Matt with us today. And also, he's a cryptocurrency enthusiast and interested in alt tokens and also working as a chain link community advocate, which we're going to find out more about today, too. So welcome to the show, Matt. We're glad you could be here. Thank you so much, Lori. I really, really appreciate it and uh, very excited to be here and answer any questions I possibly can to help educate the public on blockchain uh, utilization. Excellent. Excellent. How's real estate in, in Las Vegas right now? Real estate's really, really good. I mean, we have the Raiders Stadium uh, being built and I believe they're going to say it by the end of 2020 and it's supposed to be done. Um, there's all kinds of amazing things happening here in Las Vegas, construction everywhere you go, north, south, east, and west. Uh, they're saying that Las Vegas is going to be the next kind of Hollywood, uh, kind of compared to, you know, California. So it's going to be very, very exciting. They're building a lot of multi-million dollar houses on top of the mountains, overlooking everything. Um, a lot of great stuff going on in Vegas right now. I have nothing negative to say, that's for sure. Oh, good. What's the average, since, since you work in residential, what's the average price for, uh, let's say, a, a brand new three-bedroom home in Henderson and Vegas? Brand new, I mean, let's just say 1,500 to 2,000 square feet-ish, about three hundred to $400,000 right in Henderson. Okay. Um, I mean, if you wanted the pool or maybe a little bit larger lot, of course, you know, add a little bit more as you go, but Three hundred to four hundred thousand is about the average price right now here in Vegas. And what about for a, a condo? Let's say a two-bedroom condo. A uh, two-bedroom condo. I mean, you can find them relative, depending on the part of town, of course. Here in Henderson, probably close to the lower two hundreds, but anywhere else, a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Wow. Two-bedroom condos. Yeah, it's really, really solid. That Prices is, out here is good. pretty affordable. That's good. So, tell me a little bit more about your business. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm a realtor out here in Las Vegas. I have uh, been a realtor here for about two and a half years. Um, currently, as you already said, I emphasize in land sales and residential sales here in the area. Um, I have a little bit over $5 million in total sales to date. And really what we're trying to do out here is just help people accomplish their dreams and find the right homes for them. Um, of course, you know, I do have a lot uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff that I like about cryptocurrency and uh, something I would really like to niche in and see where it goes uh, from here. Currently, uh, what I do know about is I've had plenty and plenty of uh, clients come up to me and talk to me about crypto, wanting to buy crypto and transacting crypto, and nobody really knows how. So uh, something that our business also tries to do is just sim simplify that entire process. for people, Yeah. So. Excellent. Excellent. So, why the ultimate question why would somebody buy real estate using bitcoin oh that's a very very good question and it really depends on your client i would have to say um the thing with bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is more often than not the person who's actually invested in it and has been invested in it uh, for a long period of time is different from your average joe um these are 
pretty much people who saw the innovation early on, people who have been in since early 2016, 2017, and made all the right decisions. Um, Typically, these people used to be gold bugs prior to the whole cryptocurrency, even coming, you know, cryptocurrency ever being created. Um, Those were the only people calling fiat currency fiat at the time. So I guess the reason behind why someone would prefer to transact in you know bitcoin versus the us dollar is one they're not going to need to sell out of their investment right um and two i would also say just the aspect of decentralization and not necessarily anybody knowing you know about the whole the whole transaction or all the data that goes throughout a transaction um is not necessarily available to third parties and stuff of that nature so you know, it's it, it's quite interesting when it comes down to it on why somebody would want to transact in crypto. Yeah. Well, what I'm finding is that the individuals who invested in Bitcoin now have enough money to actually buy real estate for cash. Right. And the cash is the actual Bitcoin. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody wants to sell. I mean, you're going to tell me, hey, you just made four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in in capital gains. Do you want to sell out and pay twenty percent in taxes, or would you rather just put that all into an investment? Maybe they accept, um, you know, a full on. I've heard of actually people accepting full on Bitcoin offers and just transacting straight up in Bitcoin before, um, and just almost doing like a quick claim deed kind of situation where the the property just switches owners and the whole transaction was done behind the scene. Um, but there are also other companies out there like BitPay, OpenBall, and things of that nature that actually transact the transaction very nice and neat, all up to code. And you know, they actually sell the Bitcoin right there and then to US dollar for you, just making it nice. Yeah, yeah. So we actually see right now there's third party vendors that are providing a, a platform for Bitcoin to be converted into U.S. dollars for an easy transaction. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so what do you think the real world issues are that we're facing with using Bitcoin for real estate right now? So, I mean, that question. I, this is going to bring me to my kind of chain link advocacy here. Okay. Um, Personally, I, I, I've got to say the number one issue right now in the whole blockchain uh, industry is just off-chain data not being provided on-chain. And that's per- personally like, that's that's the way that I've been looking at it. Um, there's a company out there currently in a project out there called Chainlink currently trying to bring that off-chain data on-chain so that pretty much imagine, let's just say a major company like Uber, for example. When the car shows up, Uber knows that the car is showing up because there's constant GPS data going back and forth between Uber and I'm sure maybe like Google Maps or uh, Waze or whatever app they might be using or third party they're uh, integrating. Um, But what's going on the entire time is there's data being sent to Uber and Uber knows where this car is 24-7 and pretty much what's going on is in in the blockchain industry is we don't have that data on chain we have no way of receiving off-chain data other than this one project currently going on right now called Chainlink, and they're actually making the largest strides in the industry in my opinion um so when it comes down to the number one problem i feel like we just really need to solve that off-chain uh data solution where 
we're just bringing data onto the chain and everything can kind of just happen automatically through smart contracts and oracles. Um, and that's what I would say the number one issue right now in blockchain is. And if you're, I'd look into Chainlink if you guys are not 100% uh, sure of what everything is going on in that, in that environment. Well, just to back up a little bit for our listeners, uh, so the blockchain, there are, there are three types of blockchains. There's a private blockchain, there's a public blockchain, and also a community blockchain. So the public blockchain is available for everybody to see. It is transparent. However, many people are operating off of a private blockchain right now where we're not able to see transactions. Uh, but with the public blockchain, such as Bitcoin, every transaction is transparent. It's fast. Uh, it's efficient. We'll be able to see uh, so then with regards to that, Matt, could you tell us then what is Chainlink working on? Is it working? Chainlink is simply just working on bringing that off-chain data on-chain. Okay. Um, and that Whether is really it. It's pretty much just being able to work with APIs, for example, like PayPal or a bank or um, any sort of platform that requires like off-chain data in order to be integrated onto the blockchain. So right now there's a couple things that Chainlink can do. So Chainlink can pull the price of Ethereum, it can, chain, uh, it can pull the price of Bitcoin, it can pull the price of gold now, which is actually really, really cool, oh. and silver. So they're bringing in all kinds of new things and I'm sure like every week it's almost something new on this project. They're always developing the project. And the thing that I like about Chainlink the most is the fact that they're not really, they don't care about the whole marketing aspect of things and just, you know, shilling chain link to everybody. The only thing they care about is the technology. Um, and that is really what, in my opinion, makes a company as a company that is all about the technology and actually developing the product that they're developing. Um, so it's, it, it's interesting in that, in that, uh, and so I mean, I guess for the people who don't necessarily know what Chainlink is, it's an Ethereum-based platform, um, and it really serves as an intermediate, almost kind of like imagine a third party, right? In a real estate deal, for example, um, you know, you have the real estate agent, the buyer, the real estate agent of the seller, and the seller, and then in the middle, you know, you have your escrow and title officer, right? Now. What I feel like can possibly happen in the future is, you know, imagine this third party title and escrow officer just gone, right? And Chainlink would be pretty much be able to pull and do everything that these people can do. I mean, in real, realistically, what, what they do is, you know, they pull documents. Um, I'm sure Chainlink will be able to pull some documents and send it to you. Um, and they just facilitate a deal based on dates and times. It's always like, oh, it's pretty much like a copy and paste kind of situation with different time variables and different kind of situations. And pretty much what Chainlink would be doing is saying, hey, if this is the date, you know, if X happens, if X, Y, and Z happens, this is what you receive. You know, and it's just an automatic thing where, there's not necessarily any trust issues. Um, you know that the information is true through the consensus on the blockchain. Yeah. It's a lot of information to really talk about. And I don't want to like go too much into it and really confuse people too much. 
Um, no, but it's basically bringing AI into the real estate transaction. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's end goal. Yeah, you know, end goal. We're not quite there yet. And, the, no. it, you know, the technology is still being worked on every single day. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's almost in a sense, it, it, it would be, it. imagine, you know, I saw an interesting tweet the other day. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was kind of funny. It's, um, why would you need Chainlink if you can look things up on Google? Right? You know, why would you need it? But here's the thing, like, think about it, right? You know, Google is the one telling you the information. You're getting the information from Google. Where is Google checking all this information from? You know, Chainlink, what they're going to be doing is they have, you know, there's a whole bunch of nodes and the, informa the information that's received needs to be accepted by those nodes. All those nodes need to say, yes, this is true in order for that information to be pushed out. There's so, a checks and balance. Exactly. It, they call blockchain. it a consensus. They call yeah. it a consensus. So there has to be, the network has to come to a consensus. And more often than not, that consensus has to be like 99.9% .9 accurate or else it's false. So that's the cool thing about it. And I feel like once the technology starts developing, and I can't really talk too much about it because I'm no expert. I'm no developer when it comes down to, you know, coding and this and that. I, I, I understand the bigger picture of the project. And right. there'll be a day, you know, where there won't be a title in escrow service because it's all going to be done through uh, almost like you said, an AI or like a master Oracle solution that is going to be able to conduct contracts automatically for you at a fraction of the cost, you know, yeah. <laughs> at a fraction yeah. of the cost, because I mean, there's escrow title fees and all these other things that we need to pay for. And to make sure that all the information is correct. What if you pay just one flat fee to the network, right? And that's that. And all the information you receive is gonna be 100% correct no matter what, because it is programmed that way. So right. that's, yeah. you know, that's, and, that's the, the goal of Chainlink at the end of the day. You, you nailed it on the head, you really did. Now, will it, does Chainlink offer a token or a coin? It does, it does. It does. Okay, What's it, is it called Chainlink? It is. It is called Chainlink. Um, staking is not out yet. So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's still so much being developed. And Sergey is probably, I, I, you, you, the, the great thing about Chainlink too is just the person behind it, the CEO of this. It's just an absolute genius. I mean, if you think about early Ethereum, right, and Vitalik, that community and you you compare the two communities they're almost like cult like communities die hard fans it's the same you look at these two things and they're exactly the same there's a lot of reminding me like a, of early early ethereum in this project i see and so why would somebody not use ethereum why would somebody go to chainlink well, Ethereum is a smart contract platform, right? So Ethereum is simply just the whole smart contracts while Chainlink, yes, it does have smart contracts involved, but it's an Oracle solution for those smart contracts. Okay, you see? so it's so, a you know, completely the problem, Right, you know, the, the problem is Ethereum cannot pull that information off the chain. It doesn't know the price, it can't, Ethereum cannot pull its own price, right? Ethereum okay. cannot say, hey, we know the price of Bitcoin because, oh, uh, you know, we know the price of gold or we know that that Uber arrived in front of your door. 
at 11.52 p.m. or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, but Chainlink is pretty much, it's just that technology that you know it's just that layer of technology that's trying to bring that it's not necessarily meant to transact you know it's not it, it it's just bringing that technology to the network is all it's doing it's trying to solve this the, the problem the main problem in my personal opinion yeah yeah well and we were both in attendance at the uh elevate conference where the financial uh technology uh we had speakers about the latest and uh, one of the issues they talked about was the uh, Ethereum smart contracts uh, and po the possibility that we could put uh, a real estate contract on Ethereum. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's 100% doable. If you think about a real estate contract, there's there you know there's some some contingencies out there that might be a little bit complicated. But as I said before, it's just if you think if you think about the internet right back in the early 1990s and you know like when everything was just coming up right before the whole you know dot com boom everything was extremely complicated and nobody understood anything at that time you know if you relay that to now like a whole ethereum cryptocurrency it's super yeah. super similar nobody understands this stuff but it's revolutionary <laughs> and innovative yeah. to others just like the internet was back in the night, you know, before the whole dot-com boom. So I, 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 I feel like, I don't know. Well, I, we're, I, facing, we're facing a tidal wave that's un, the unknown of technology where right. we advance to. Well, we right. do know that we are moving into blockchain technology and there right. is an element of AI uh, that will automate the intermediary at some point. Um, but just and, don't know if it's going to be two years, five years, 10 years, right? Right. And if you think about, you know, a real estate transaction too, the amount of things. So let's, let's take it from step one, right? First thing that needs to be done is you get accepted under the contract, right? You submit, you submit it, you get accepted. What would happen from there is that contract would probably be uploaded to, you know, like Chainlink or, um, the Oracle, right? It would be uploaded, and pretty much the way it would happen, it was, it would, it, it almost be like a copy and paste where it would see all the dates, right? It'd say, okay, AMD needs to be in within two business days, and if it's not in, the contract is void. It's over. The deal is done. You know how many times I've been in a transaction, and you know it takes longer than anticipated to get an AMD or to get anything and you know the contract is technically void but it's not really void because you know me and the other realtor or you know we're just we're we're facilitating the whole deal you know sometimes that can stress people out and people don't necessarily what's really going on and i guess you know <laughs> the good thing about chainlink and this whole decentralized oracle like almost like like a master you know oracle solution um would be facilitating all this and tell you exactly what's going on exactly when it's you know when it's happening you wouldn't need to depend on anybody else you know the next thing is what the home inspection we'd have to make sure that the home inspector goes on out does the job what repairs need to be done i'm sure all of this could be uploaded you know somewhere or another to make this entire process automatic yeah and and there there's another fact right there. So if some, if in the future, a real estate transaction is on the blockchain, the public blockchain, everybody would have access to the 
inspection report to the title report. Right. It doesn't change. The, Isn't that true? That's a good And point. so what it does now, it becomes more of a transaction of truth. Right. Yeah. Right. Which and is a so, huge portion of this. Yeah, it is. That's a big part of people moving to blockchain technology because we know as a, our, our financial system is, is not uh, um, completely transparent where the blockchain allows every transaction to be visible. Yeah. Right. And, you know, yeah, I just got to touch on something because I remember at Elevate when we did meet um, something that really interests me is the whole identification process of what's kind of going on, because and, and, you know, me and you, we kind of talked about this a little bit as well. And a big problem with realtors right now is, you know, we facilitate the entire deal. Some realtors hold themselves up to higher standards than others. And. I guess one of the biggest issues is, is, you know, DocuSign and AuthentiSign right now, for example, you can send that to anybody and technically sign for anybody, right? I mean, I, if I wanted to, I could send myself the duty zone and sign for my client and just say, hey, no one would know, you know, no one would know. There's not necessarily anything that verifies that you sent that to the, to that person. It's just literally a computer just putting a name down in all bold and saying that it was signed by, you know, yeah. at a specific IP address. And how do you even know if that is the, the IP address of that person? Right. So I'm sure. I'm sure that there's tons and tons of realtors out there, you know, that are going way up, you know, past their license and probably should lose their license for doing things like this, but they're probably signing on behalf of their clients. And that's something that, you know, Chainlink and, blockchain technology would be able to solve um, is, you know, making sure that the person signing that document is the person that signed that document, maybe through, you know, a very unique private key that only that person has. Um, yeah. Or, you know, there's so many different ways of going about it. And I they even talked about voting, for example, right? You know, there's a huge problem in, in the whole voting atmosphere right now. And imagine if everybody had their own personal public key and that only them and them only have ownership. Right. Um, right. I think yeah, I, I heard the discussion uh, about the voting uh, and that was uh, we might have uh, dead people register if it's all right. automated. <laughs> you don't know if somebody would create a profile of uh, a person that's not even real. Right. And so the premise then of the blockchain is that you have uh, the transparency, you have the time and date stamp, which DocuSign already provides. However, you don't have proof of identity. Exactly. There is a stage in consensus that, that could uh, provide that, right? So, wow, interesting stuff, huh? And so, well, I, I want to ask your opinion then, Matt. What do you think the future of money is? Uh, what do you the see? The future of money, I, and that's a great question. And I, I, you know what? Here's my answer to that. As I, I, I personally feel like, crypto in the decentralized space is just going to be an option. I don't think it's going to completely replace the U.S. dollar. Um, but I do believe that Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a lot of these other projects will eventually be options. You know, I think um, there will be people like BitPay or people like OpenLaw that seize the opportunity in this field and just make that, you know, that connection between blockchain and real life. So I, I feel I, I, I'm not one of those people who are saying, 
oh, the U.S. dollar is going to collapse and the whole world is going to catch on fire. All that, you know, it's, it, I think it's just going to be an option for everybody out there to be able to use one day. I think it's going to be much more well known. Um, but that's where I see money kind of going in the whole financial industry kind of going right now is uh, just small little baby steps to adoption. And just like I said, an option an option, not necessarily complete world, you know, the yeah. world decentralized domination or something like that. But yeah. Well, and then in your opinion, what would you share with our listeners on how they can thrive in this disruptive technology? Just do it. Um, just like any industry, I feel like it doesn't really matter what you're doing. As long as you're doing something, doing something is always going to be better than doing nothing. Um, so <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just I, I feel like if you have a passion for anything, um, just go out there and do it. Don't don't really think about it. Uh, I, I, I feel like too many people think too much uh, and they they start to overthink and they're like, oh, my gosh, what if I say the wrong thing or what if this happens? Forget about all that. Just go out there, uh, do it if you are interested in it and uh, just make sure that, uh, you know. And, you and what are we telling them to go out and do? My change. Well, not necessarily learn about smart contracts, oracles, to, you know, teach, to find out what I, I, I always tell people, develop your own opinion, you know, do your own right. research. Don't just listen to me because I, I, I've been in this. Yeah, sure. Since the beginning of 2016, if I've made if I made every single decision correctly since 2016, man, I'd be yeah. I'd be somewhere totally else right now but the thing is nobody's perfect at the end of the day yeah give yourself um, permission to fail <laughs> exactly exactly and you know just how to do it there. next time <laughs> right go out there learn and um just give it all you got i mean that's all you that's all you can excellent do. excellent so matthew do you have a, an offer or anything you'd like to share with our listeners or oh. yes actually thank you for bringing that up i uh i yeah we uh since I am a Chainlink community advocate here in Las Vegas and Henderson, Nevada, we are having our very first meetup where it's going to be really a crash course on cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, smart contracts, oracles, and Chainlink, and how everything is going to be able to tie together real estate, title management, and things of that nature. Um, we're going to be hosting it on January 15th at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. over here at the Clear Title Office on Horizon Ridge. Uh, there's going to be, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to give you some information as well so that I'm not sure maybe you can put it in the description yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. So we'll take it from there. You'll provide me with the link and we'll put it on uh, the interview. So if they do miss the first meetup meeting, yeah. the possibility after listening to it, they can attend the second. Maybe. Absolutely. There's okay. a lot Good. more to yeah. come. So. All right. Yeah. A lot of information out there. So as, as you've heard, uh, you know, the real estate transaction is, is uh, investigating the use of Bitcoin in the purchases. And we have lots of buyers with lots of Bitcoin. And uh, we'll see that more so in the future as uh, values change. And so uh, we don't have all the answers yet, but we're at least <laughs> providing people with information to be aware of what's coming down the road, right? Right, so, right. I mean, I'm sure many people listening right now have had clients come to them and ask them if it's not a client or somebody they know, I'm sure they've heard about Bitcoin or somebody talking about cryptocurrency. I'm sure of it. Yeah. 
Um, one of the things, uh, you know, you can do is, uh, you know, you take a risk. There's a website out there called Bitcoin slash real where you can list your properties. And <laughs> if you are uh, listing and you can call me, doesn't mind uh, <laughs> you know, with their permission, it's a more marketing exposure to more more money. Right. Cool stuff. Cool. Stuff. Excellent. Well, thank you for your time and yep. for joining us today. And we're glad to have you. And uh, yeah, no, thank you so much, Lori, for having me on this show. You know, I was very happy about it. And uh, I hope uh, some people get some very valuable information from watching this. Yes, excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, everybody. You have a wonderful day, and we'll be in touch. Bye, guys. Bye.